0: Now, you know you in the right place for that. Absolutely. All right, then stop saying it. Then we're done. And prop bets with my man, Jay Rich. Count that money, man. Now, wipe the crust out of your eyes. Get you a cup of coffee. It's time to wake your ass up with Ray G. You honestly are making absolutely no sense, and you sound silly as hell. Good. good morning 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 good people it is friday august the 26th 2022 y'all decided to wake y'all asses up ray g for that we appreciate you being here if it's your first time on the channel welcome hit the thumbs up button like the content hey you got a comment get in the comments for the algorithm we have a good time over here it's feel good friday with the family i'm glad you're all in the building let's put the the prize pick, sponsor shit at the bottom. And let's get it popping. How y'all doing today, man? How are all the people out there who were telling me to sell Damien Pierce for a second? Sell him for a second. Sell Damien. I sold Damien for a second. Where y'all at this morning? How y'all feeling today? I'm telling you, wait, wait, stop stop playing scared. Stop playing scared, man. Damien Pierce... Looked damn good last night. And I saw all kinds of trades hit the Discord last night where people were getting first round picks for Damian Pierce. Uh, yeah, told you. Easy. We knew this was going to happen. Stop playing scared. Jay
1: Rich, what up, baby? I'm good, man. I'm good. Uh, that was an interesting intro. It felt kind of like Bruce Buffer ish. You know, you're really holding the good morning, but I'm, I'm happy you made it. You know, you had some. T- some difficulties before the show, but you got back in time. So I'm happy to see that you made it. We're here today, and I think that you said our shit, our sponsor shit to start the show. uh It's actually a sponsorship. Prize Picks promo oh, code: Wade the to 100 percent deposit match up to one hundred dollars. But we're good, baby. We're good. We're here. Good morning What's, to everybody. Good morning, right Joe. How you man. doing? It feels like I'm talking yeah. to forever.
0: Yeah, Joe, Dynasty, Barry, Ricardo, Marlin. We got a bunch of people in the building this morning, man. A bunch of people. Bunch of people in the building, but yeah, let's let's just get right to it. Jay, do we do we have news? Do you have a segment today? Do we have no well, news? Um,
1: I don't know how to approach this, Ray, because um, unfortunately, mm. Cowboys left tackle Tyron Smith is undergoing surgery on his knee. Um, he tore his hamstring straight off the bone, and um, I'm not a doctor, but that doesn't sound very good for mm. him or for the Cowboys. Unfortunately. You just brought my high down. You just brought my high down. Like I was feeling good. Now I'm just over that. The
0: podcast people
1: know he's out till December. We need to talk about that. We need to talk about that.
0: This is this Tyron Smith being out for the Dallas Cowboys is the worst thing that could happen to this offense outside of Dak Prescott going down. You look at the Cowboys, I believe they're seven and five when Tyron Smith is not in the lineup with Dak. Now he hasn't played a full season since 2015. But this is worst-case scenario for Dallas, Cow- the Dallas Cowboys outside of Dak Prescott going down and defensively yeah. Micah, Micah Parsons not being there. But from an offensive standpoint, man, this is bad. This is an offensive line that was already down Connor Williams and Lyle Collins through because of the offseason moves. We all know Tyler Biotish is not that good of a center. And Tyler Smith is a, is a mauler. He's got the talent to eventually kick out to left tackle, but it's it's not what you want your rookie offensive lineman who led the NCAA in penalties and, and holding calls. You don't want to just kick him to left tackle. Yeah. This is bad. This is this is we talked about it as a as a staff with the draft network. Uh I, I am this is not good. Dak Prescott, the 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 one if you don't if you recall a couple of years ago Tyron Smith was out And the replacement left tackle almost single-handedly put Adrian Claiborne in the NFL Hall of Fame. He gave up like five and a half sacks at that left tackle position. So not good for Zeke, not good for Dak, not good for Tony Pollard, not good for the Cowboys offense. This is bad, bad, bad. Like this is honestly, I'm not even trying to like, it's not overreaction. Worst thing to happen to Dallas' offense outside of Dak Prescott going down and Philadelphia, their defensive line is probably ready to feast. And if I was a defensive coordinator, oh, yeah. I would run nothing but stunts and twists to the to the left side of that Dallas offensive line. Confuse the hell out of Tyler Smith, Connor McGovern, Terrence Steele. This is bad, man. This is very, very bad for Dallas. We cannot gloss over that. Just just keeping it real. This is not good for the Cowboys, man.
1: Yeah, it limits the upside of everyone involved, right? Now, there was some good news out of Dallas. and At least we'll see how true it is that Michael Gallup is apparently not going to be on the pup. That was, of course, reported by Jerry Jones. So how much stock do we really put into that? But, Ray, if you want to get into the games yesterday, the star of the entire day, in my opinion, I think a lot of people's opinion was Damian Pierce, right? Running with the ones, starting starting for the team. Got a touchdown on the first drive. Looked fantastic running both sides between the tackles, bouncing things outside, hitting cutback lanes. Where are you at with Damian Pierce now? His value, like you said, it's up again. Where are you at go with Damian Pierce? Go fucking figure.
0: Yeah, just go figure. Like, it's all I kept thinking about is I can't wait for everybody in here who was telling us we were just crazy. There's no yeah. way I'm holding Pierce. I'm flip. Stop this, man. Like I, I don't know, Jay. Honestly, that clip that we had posted about, like just randomly selling players for yeah. second round picks the the amount of overwhelming support for that comment just made my day because we yeah. got to stop this in dynasty what are you doing like what why Wh- what are we mm-hmm. doing why on earth would you do Amen. that when he is the starting running back you know he's the starting running back say yeah. what you want about when he got drafted his profile all that other stuff he's a talented runner man like the running back is it's like the easiest position to play in football, man. They get guys off the couch that can come play running back. So if you're talking about a young kid who is explosive, who can catch the ball, he's got a lot of tread left on the tire, yep. and you didn't pay anything for him in rookie draft, why on earth would you sell for a second? Because today, yesterday's price is not today's is not price. Today's in the price. words of Fat yep. Joe, yesterday... Yep. We need that as a sounder. Yesterday's, yesterday's price is not, is not today's, today's price. price. Because yeah. yesterday... You gullible people were selling for a second. And today, everybody out there, you're not accepting anything less than a first for Damian Pierce. He looked good. And I don't know if he's going to be the future in Houston. i I pretty much guarantee he's probably not going to be the future in Houston. But can he give me two solid seasons of fantasy production? Yes, I do believe for two seasons, maybe three, and that's all we really care about at the running back position, you can get usage out of Damian Pierce. Now, the only issue that I saw last night, and it was preseason, right? Like It, it wasn't, wasn't, you know, you take everything with a grain of salt, some of it with a little more, is every time it was third down, they pulled him off the field.
1: Which yes, that's the biggest
0: problem. That's the big problem, right? Because I don't care how good you are on the ground, you, you have to score, right? Which he did last night. He got in the end zone, he got the yep. goal line work, and he punched it in. First opportunity at the goal line. Yep. It wasn't a CEH situation where they gave it to him 25 times and he got stuffed 28 times, right? He got his one goal line carry, converted that goal line carry, picked up first downs, but they were taking him off the field and passing down situations, Jay. And... For a running back, we all know a target is worth more than a carry. I really want my running backs to catch passes. But uh, how I'm feeling about Damian Pierce today, the same way I felt about him yesterday, because I am not a sucker. I'm going to hold him until I can get that first because he's going to be a starting running back for the Texans. He's a talented kid on an offense that it looks like they probably don't want Davis Mills to throw the ball a lot. Like he just, Davis Mills, I mm-hmm. bid on the give him a chance. He's going to get his chance this year. But what I've seen through preseason, if they're in a position to draft one of those quarterbacks they next will. year, they yeah. will. They, they will yeah. not just ride with with Davis Mills. Uh, that I watched that most of that game, man, because Trey Lance was playing. You yeah, know, I we, knew we were going to get side. to see. <sighs> I mean, the
1: offensive it's pretty, line play was bad.
0: It's pretty. Yeah, the, it. The offensive line, the offensive line struggled, right? No Trent Williams. I think they had three offensive linemen that they were down or they're trying to replace. He looked like an FCS quarterback, like, getting a taste of (laughs) NFL action, man. Like, if I'm being real, that's how he looked. Like, I'm still, I'm still bullish, right? I got me a lot of Trey Lance out there, man. I've been been on this Trey Lance train, but he looked a little mid. He was mid, mid mid-grade weed. That's what he was last night. He's the type yeah. of he's the type of bud that you smoke and then you wake up with a headache the next day. It was mid, uh, you know. Listen, there were some plays where I'm like, okay, if this were the regular season, this would have been a play action design run. I think it's going to yeah. be a lot of running and a lot of getting the ball out of his hands quickly to Kittle to Debo to Ayuk.
1: We'll see. We'll yeah. See. see, that's that's the problem, right? Is like the, all all you want to see from Trey Lance is just like that spectacular. We saw it last time to Danny Gray, but we didn't see it this week and it was against the Texans and maybe his offensive line, maybe it was just the system and what they were planning on doing, but hopefully a little more dynamic and a little bit better from Trey Lance when the season ultimately comes around. But on top of that, um I don't know if you saw this, but Treylon Burks was held out of practice on Thursday. I'm not oh, sure man. if we know what the injury is. People think it's muscular. He left practice early on Wednesday and then was out yesterday. We'll see if he ultimately practices today and then shoots up for the final preseason game. And that's pretty much it, man. Colin Johnson towards Achilles. Yeah. Not big for fantasy, but he was looking good in He's the preseason, could get a role with the Giants. Well, uh, obviously that's good. not going to happen. Maybe you can hit him up, you know, talk recovery. Yeah, I'll let, do him, some know workouts, I was let him know how You know, but outside of that, um, I don't know if you want to get into Jordan Reed's mock now. Jordan Reed of ESPN. Drop oh, man, you're, you're mock just flying 4.0?
0: through stuff, man. The Kansas City Chiefs and the Green Bay Packers played last oh, night as well. Oh, Well, I mean, I just want to – I didn't watch the game, but I, I want to yeah. talk about, like, the box score stuff and maybe – Maybe Yeah, some yeah things Isaiah that Pacheco happened and, and, got a lot of run. He got yeah. 10
1: carries, I believe, 50 yards. And then he was running ahead of Ronald Jones. So Ronald Jones looking like the fourth running back. Clyde Edwards-Alaire didn't play. Sky Moore was running behind Miko Hardman and behind Justin Watson, apparently. Mm. So, you know, we talked a little while ago and we were talking some depth chart stuff. Sky Moore was looking like he was going to be Juju Smith-Schuster's uh, backup for this season. And, you know, we hoped he can get on the field kind of in that Tyreek Hill rookie role where he was using gadget plays and small little sets and screens and, you know, some deep routes, but it's not looking like he's going to get a ton of snaps early. But again, that could obviously change, but it's still looking like MVS, and Juju yeah. are the two main wide receivers, and obviously uh, Travis Kelsey going to get a bulk of receptions as well. I'm not sure if you saw anything on the other side. I know Jordan Love played okay; he threw the ball a lot, but nah, it nothing didn't, really. It, was it didn't for look me.
0: like he played okay at all. It looked like he was awful again, in another Jeez. interception. So that, that it doesn't look, it doesn't appear that he played okay. I saw a lot of people pumping up Tyler Goodson. Apparently, he's yeah. had a really good, uh, really good camp. Somebody I wasn't high on coming out of Iowa, but seems like he's going to carve out that that third running back role in Green Bay so good for Tyler Goodson uh, on the other side like you said Pacheco got a lot of burn and you know I think Clyde is the starter but Pacheco's gonna yep. carve out a role in that offense and just looking at the box score I didn't I did not watch a second of this game but I am encouraged by Jody Fortson uh deep kind of deep kind of sleeper pro, uh, player uh, tight end for the Kansas City Chiefs. You know, yep. it was going to be Noah Gray or Jody Fortson. It didn't look like Gray did anything. I don't know. Maybe Gray didn't play. Maybe Gray is solidified as the tight end, two in that offense. But if you're in a deep league and you've got, you know, deep benches, deep rosters, maybe stashing a Jody Fortson. If something were to happen to Travis Kelsey, which since his sophomore season or second season in the NFL, nothing has happened to him. He's just Mr. Iron Man out there at tight end. But I'd like to see uh, Jody Fortson getting involved in the offense again, catching all three of his targets. I picked him up everywhere the other day.
1: Uh, I noticed that. See, yeah, yeah. I, noticed I picked, picked him up in
0: every league. I picked him up in every league, so you noticed that. And uh, our, the, the the chosen one, Romeo Dobbs, two for 13 on three targets. So it seems like his theme is starting to die down, too, from where it was a couple of weeks. Maybe yeah. as we get closer to the season, it's a little more clear that you know he's probably going to be like the fourth option or something fourth like that. Seabra, yeah. But it just seems like his theme is dying out. I'm not, I'm not insinuating he's bad or anything like that. But it just seems like the the high of uh, Dobbs has come down quite a bit uh, over yeah. the past couple of weeks. Yeah, definitely. And then shout out to Ryan Dubs, McDowell who's Dubs. in the chat. Excuse me, Dubs. Yeah. Is it Dubs or Do- I think it's Dobbs? No, it's Dobbs. Man. He it's said Dobbs. it was
1: Dobbs. Yeah, it's Dobbs. And then um, Ray, the last piece of news is your boy uh, Joe's boy. Uh, sorry, Antonio Gibson's uh, boy. Run and kick return, probably gonna be the primary kick returner this season. How do you feel about Antonio Gibson, primary kick returner for the Washington Commanders? I've got no comment, man. <laughs> it's, no, it's not good. It's not good when I, you're I starting just, running back as running kick return. Not ideal. I've just
0: never seen a fall like this, man. Like before your <laughs> eyes, you know? It's wild, yeah. man. It, it, it's it's wild. You kind of wonder, like. Man, does Ron Rivera, like, what the hell? He went from CMC to the kick returner. Like, what happened, man? I don't know. Yeah. Rivera Rivera's kind of, we, we do all this and watch him fucking go out there week one. He's
1: the starting running back. Yeah. 20, car- yeah, 20
0: carries, six receptions, J.D. McKissick cut. Surprise cut, yeah. J.D. McKissick, right?
1: Yeah, uh, no, it's just, when, it's when, just do a Do you weird know when the
0: final cut down dates are? When do we get that? Like, has J.D. McKissick done anything?
1: No, I've literally heard his name. I don't think he's, don't think he's played
0: at all. I haven't heard his name since they re-signed him. Legitimately.
1: I don't think he's done anything, to be honest. the chat?
0: Can anybody in the chat tell me if J... Like, I'm really... We keep saying he's going to be the third down back, and I get it. They brought him back, but I've heard nothing yeah. about McKissick through training camp. And again, I'm not paying attention for J.D. McKissick news, but... Like, did they really pay him enough to where they couldn't cut him? Like if he was if he if he hadn't been practicing or not doing anything, could they okay, so Patrick said he's been hurt. Mike said he's been yeah. hurt. I'm just I'm just asking. Are well, we for sure the
1: thirtieth? So we'll know on the Yeah, 30th on Tuesday. When, so
0: are yeah. we sure he's on the team? Like I'm
1: just I don't yeah, know. Yeah. I think he's gonna be on the team. Okay. It's just is he gonna be fully healthy? I guess we'll see. So but yeah, I, I mean, at the end of the day, I just think he's always going to have a role, right? They wouldn't have brought him back if he wasn't. But it's interesting to see them use Gibson in this role and to see ultimately eat into what McKissick was supposed to do. And I guess we won't ever know until the week uh, one. I'd just rather than round.
0: get rid of him and let Gibson do that. Just <laughs> let Gibson do that. For real, just let Gibson do that, man. Hey, Ryan McDowell you, is in the chat. Shout out Ryan, yeah. man. DLF. What's up, Ryan? It's my guy, man. Ryan McDowell, damn legend in the building. All right, where are we going now? We want to talk mock draft 2023? Yeah. Jordan Reed. Mock draft. Our boy. That's yes. our boy. We got insider, man. We got we an do. ESPN insider on our team. Jordan Reed. Shout out Jordan Reed. He dropped his, I think this is a second 2023 mock draft of the cycle. Uh, I think this is his second one, but he dropped it yesterday on ESPN. Make sure you go over there and uh, you know, check out him and support his work. We'll link the article in the description. But as we inch closer to college football, we get some games on this weekend and Oh, yeah. Nebraska fans are excited, and Northwestern fans are excited. We get have North you Carolina, Northwestern
1: helmets. Yeah, have. Seen the helmets. Yeah, oh, love yeah. the Northwestern. I want helmets one. With, the, with the, yeah, they look yeah. awesome. They're up I there with the Rose Bowl helmets. They're up yeah. there. Yeah, the. Ro- Ooh. The <laughs> tall rosebow helmets. Helmet porn, <laughs> oh man. Goodness. I
0: gotta upgrade. Let me see what I gotta upgrade the helmets. Who do we need to get out of here? The Ravens one will go.
1: Oh, Ravens has to go. USC could go too, to be honest. Maybe no, U- no, 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 no,
0: no. No. <laughs> USC is gonna stay. We'll get we'll get us the North, we'll get us some new helmets, man. That uh that Rose. Bowl. Yeah. All right, N- enough with that. Let's get to the mock. So Jordan Reed dropped the mock. College football starts this weekend. So we will be tapping in, following all these players. But this is an interesting one, man. We've uh, I've done a couple with the draft network, so this was cool to kind of get a different one. And uh Jay, you want to go ahead and just give us uh the first uh, the first uh offensive fantasy relevant player in Jay Reed's mock.
1: Yeah, so the first player off the board, we kind of already talked about it, but the Houston Texans select CJ Stroud, quarterback out of Ohio State. The guy that we kind of have pegged as the number one quarterback off the board, at least to date, right? With what he's done so far, what we've seen from the other quarterbacks, probably not going to be Bryce Young, but, you know, we'll see, right? How would you feel about CJ Stroud in Houston? You know, hopefully still with Brandon Cooks, Nico Collins, and then Damian Pierce at running back. They're
0: taking a if they're, they're, the thing is, again, I know it's preseason and the 49ers didn't play anybody, right? No, Nick Bosa, (laughs) Trent Williams. But Levy Smith seems to have, at least the culture of the Texans feels different. Like watching them, yep. they don't just feel like just a complete cluster, right? You know what you're gonna get out of Houston. What they're gonna do this year offensively, heavy run game. They're gonna lean on the run. Marlon Mack had a couple of explosive runs. They were talking about Rex Burkhead potentially being on the bubble, which was interesting. But they're really? gonna be they're gonna put together a better product. You know that? Mm-hmm. So I, I just I don't know if they're gonna be picking number three like that high, but I'm sure it's based on yeah. Super Bowl odds. It's based
1: off odds, yeah. But
0: if if they are, they will not pass on their pick of the litter at quarterback. There's no way, man. I, I'm watching Davis Mills last night. I wanna I wanna believe in him, man. I want to give him a shot. <laughs> I want to. I've been talking about Mills, man. I'm like, give him a shot. Like, I want them, he needs the full year. Give him a fair shake yeah. this whole season. But If they're picking number three overall, that means they weren't very good, and they're not going to pass on C.J. Stroud. So I like it, man. I like that pick, and I think that would be good for that offense, right? Probably solidifies Mm -hmm. uh, Damian Pierce a little bit to a degree. Solidifies him for another year. Uh, Helps out Cooks, helps out Nico Collins. they probably get C.J. Stroud another weapon in that draft. I like it, man. Who does he got coming up next?
1: So number four, your Jacksonville Jaguars and Trevor Lawrence get a new wide receiver, your number one wide receiver, yeah. Kayshawn Boutte out of LSU. How do you feel about the fit in Jacksonville with Trevor love Lawrence it. for Kayshawn Boutte? Love
0: it. Kayshawn Boutte, Christian Kirk. Love it. I think in Joe Marino's mock from the Draft Network, he had them going, uh, Michael Mayer, tight end out of Notre Dame. And did you see the quote from Doug at Peterson? Four? No, he, he had him at, they, it was at seven, based on that time. Okay. It was at, at seven. But did you uh, did you hear what Doug Peterson said about tight ends? No. He There was a quote yesterday, and he was like, I love the tight end. Like, I love oh having tight ends. I That's love he tight said. ends. He lo- well, it's funny Falls. because uh, we did this exercise, Jay. In 2018, do you know who led the NFL in receptions? He either led the NFL Blackers. in receptions— Okay, well, fuck. You, Come on,
1: bro. You st- it's Eagles tight end, you, you baby. You stole, Zach Gertz, you stole, my you stole man. My,
0: you stole my punchline, man. You're supposed to play along for the show, but damn, yeah. Zach Sorry, Gertz, man. man. Zach Gertz led the— he either led the league or was second in receptions with like 115— <laughs> and Doug Peterson likes the tight end, so if he drafts Butte or if he drafts Michael Mayer, it's probably going to be really fruitful so should, for us. Should
1: we be targeting uh, Dan Arnold and Evan Ingram in our fantasy draft? You do not target Dan
0: Arnold and Evan Ingram. Don't he loves Damn. He said he loves tight ends, so you don't target t- Evan Ingram because he's not a tight end. He's a trash can with arms. Um, there you go. Who's next? I love. And, At number and first number five, of all, let okay. me say Butte is my wide receiver. He's the best wide receiver in this class. I think. I think. Jackson Smith and Jigba is closer to the third best receiver than he is Kayshaun Boutte.
1: Wow. And
0: I'm almost at the
1: point. Wow. You're ready to make that flip. I'm going to get, I'm going to get spicy. We'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. All right. We'll get there. Go Number number five. five, the Atlanta Falcons select Bryce young quarterback out of Alabama. I love this spot for Bryce young, two massive targets, For him to throw to, I'm sure they bring in someone at the running back position. The offensive line hopefully will improve for Bryce Young because that will be a bit of a problem, but love seeing a young quarterback go into a situation where he has two top weapons already, and if, heaven forbid, Calvin Ridley comes back, my goodness, that would be wheels up for the Atlanta offense. It really just comes down to that offensive line, but I do love Bryce Young in Atlanta. How do you feel about him heading to Atlanta? Do you think the offense will be good? Do you like Arthur Smith as a a coordinator? I think there's a lot of good things that can happen there with Bryce Young. I'm just Absolutely. curious how you feel about him. You know, it's the size concerns, right? Yeah, yeah. Talent's there. Is the size going to matter come draft day? Is he really going to go fifth overall to the Falcons or to another team this high in the draft? I love it. I love the spot. He's a little dude, man. And, um, yeah. you know, some
0: of the co-workers and colleagues at the Draft Network, they get that intimate access with those players, and they all said, man, you'll walk past them, and you won't even know that was the Heisman Trophy-winning quarterback. Yeah. He's a little dude. But right now, for me, he is the best quarterback prospect in this class. I think he's a, really? com, a rare combination of, like, Russell Wilson. And is that from, is that from
1: like, a tools perspective? Yeah. Like, arm talent mixed with you know, what he can on the ground, but yeah. kind of ignoring the size factor he, a He's
0: bit. not the most, I guess, physically gifted. He's not the most physically gifted, right? He doesn't have the biggest arm. He doesn't yeah. have the biggest body. But I just think you put him back there, he really reminds me of Russ, man. Like, you know, there were a lot of questions like, Russ is kind of short. You know, kid, does he really have this when he came
1: out? And yeah, and people don't. I, people need to look at Russell Wilson when he came out versus now. Because that one yes. off season, like three or four years ago, he got he on that got Barry Bonds shredded. program.
0: He got on that <laughs> Barry Bonds program, man. Russ didn't look like that now coming out of Wisconsin.
1: Ru- Russ is Russ is a, Russ is out there looking like a running back now, man. He's yeah, you, you go look at like back. NC State Russ, and that's a very different quarterback yeah. than you see today. But um, at number seven, we're going to Carolina and Jackson Smith and Jigba heads to Carolina out of Ohio state. How would you feel about him there? I mean, the problem is, is, is Baker, his quarterback yeah. is Matt rule even there. Obviously DJ Moore is there. Second wide receiver spot is definitely up for grabs. Jackson Smith and Jigba could be great operating behind DJ Moore, kind of an intermediate type of type of routes and stuff like that. How would you feel about the fit in that situation? And would you, how would you feel about Jackson Smith and Jigba there? Obviously he's not your wide receiver one. But how is, would that do? How would that? This how would you is my feel about pro- his draft stock and process? <sighs> okay. Let me tell y'all what's about to happen with JSM. This is what's going
0: to happen. He's going to go out there and absolutely smash this season. I mean, I. I yep. Do you want Did you see the Matt Miller comment? Yeah, well, did I'm getting tweeted? to it. I'm getting okay. to it. All right. Good. I think it's a real possibility he drops like 1,700, 1700 1,800
1: yards this oh, year. Oh, easily. I
0: think Easily. this is a real... I think 2K in
1: range. Like I think 2K
0: ass. is in range. I know that sounds batshit crazy, but it's in range for JSN this yeah. year. It is in range. I think his his odds on prize picks is like... like it's like 1,700 yards. No, it's like 1,200, man. Like, it's just a health oh, bet. I thought it was higher than that. It's just a health bet. But if 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 they take him at seven, like, if is if they're picking at seven, is rule there, and if rule's gone... Do they really ride with Baker for another year? I don't know, man. And then he's the two to me behind DJ Moore, which yeah. a lot of people aren't going to want to hear this. I just don't know if, if JSN is like a one. Like, I don't know if he, there are a lot of at people, the NFL this was before, level at the NFL level. This is before the Matt Miller tweet. I can tell you with confidence that the scouts over at the draft network do not have him as the consensus one. They have questions yeah. about his athleticism, his speed, his ability. Like,
1: really, they question his athleticism
0: too, eh? Go, I just challenge you, man. Like, just eye yeah. test. Not even scout. Just go watch that Utah game where he went ballistic and had three hundred something yards. Oh,
1: he's just wide open all the time. And just
0: look at him run, and look at how much how the gap that defenders close on him. He's not very fast, man. Like he's he isn't that kind of explosive athlete. I don't think so. I don't think so. It ain't like Boutet. It's not like Quentin Johnston.
1: So the only thing, right, and I'll just to kind of combat that a little bit, was that g- there is still, like, that video and, and that interview of Garrett Wilson and Chris Olave saying he's the most talented of the three of them, and they kind of, like, admitted that themselves. So I'm curious to see, like you're saying, how he tested. Maybe somebody that's because they're that already it. eligible. A,
0: a, somebody <laughs> said this is an L-take. It's no L-take. I mean, I didn't say I didn't say he's bad. I didn't say no. he's not a top three guy, but he's not the one. I don't know how that's— I don't know how it's now, L, man. I, I don't think. Well, he's, I mean, I, so he's the not prob- that. He's not Boutte and he's not Quentin Johnston. He's not. He's not no, that, man. But this he's is not. But
1: this is going to be. But this is going to be another case of uh, a freak athlete overtaking a, an extremely productive, talented wide receiver in the draft. Right. Again, the NFL just betting on upside versus just talent. Right. And to your point about his line, his line's fourteen forty on Price Picks Ooh. right now. So, I mean, you're looking at 1,500 yards from him this season, and I think I think that's his line just for the regular season. That doesn't count bowl games. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. uh, And doesn't count even the Big Ten championship if they make it there. So that's a very high line for a guy to only play 12 games, right? So obviously, JSN going to go off this season. But I'm curious, like you're saying, like we'll get to Quentin Johnson. Matt Bruning said
0: JSN tops out at about 20 miles an hour, which is not great. He's not, and and Matt is tapped in. Campus to Kansas City. He's not the most athletic. He's not. He's not, but he is one of the best route technicians around. He is a good, he's a damn good player. I am. This is not shit on JSN season at all. But at seven overall, for your wide receiver two, I just,
1: I don't really like it. I don't really like it. And so I think it was, we didn't actually get into the quote, but Matt Miller was talking about how he thinks that there are scouts who believe that JSN could fall out of the first round in the draft. But his kind of caveat to the end of that tweet was that, but wait until they see him play this season. Yeah, he's going to go off.
0: He's going to go, he's the sentiment. Here's the problem. And let's just jump. Here's what's going to happen. For for worse, for worse, Quentin Johnston is going to have to overcome the TCU stigma, man. Like that is going to be a hard. You think so? I know so. I, I I think most casual gamers who aren't tapped into the important metrics, who aren't looking at, I, I, it's funny, man. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say any names, but I was in a, a Discord group or a group chat the other day, and the analysis was he only had 33 receptions. Like he's he's not very good. Yeah. He only had 33 receptions, but TC only completed 200 passes. So when you look yeah. at his percentage of the receptions it's off the charts, right? Like, he he balled out. But I think yeah. because Jalen Rager was bad, because Josh Doxson was a bust, I think yeah. it's just going to be very hard, no matter what Quentin Johnston does, no matter what he does this season, because he's going to go to the Combine and he's going to test, he's going to measure in at six foot three, six foot four, 215, 220 pounds. He's going to have a 40 something inch vertical jump. He's probably 46, going to 11, run six low,
1: broad, right? Low
0: four four, high four three, 11 six broad. His RAS score is going to be off the chain. And yeah. ultimately, it's going to be he did it in the Big 12. He's a TC yeah, wide receiver, a little bit. Like
1: it's, but he will be have hard. his moment, though. Like I'm, like that's the word. Interesting to me is like you have JSN who will ball out all season, probably in the playoffs on the big ball. stages. But then you get to the combine, and he's not going to be the star, right? He, he'll look good in the route running drills, like Chris Olave did, and all that stuff. But he won't necessarily be the star of the combine the way that we expect Quentin Johnson to be. And then, so how can he kind of twist the narrative back in his favor at pro days and things like that? Because that will be, I think, a, a small factor for NFL scouts. But let's move forward Kay. with the eighth overall pick in the draft from Jordan Reed. It's the Detroit Lions taking quarterback Will <clears throat> Levis, Ray. Will we haven't Mastey. seen Will Levis in Detroit, but how do you feel about Will Levis in Detroit?
0: I love it. Behind that offensive yeah. line with those yeah. weapons, love it. Love the fit. Love it. Um how high would he go? Superflex. Will Levison Detroit, JSN, I meant uh, CJ Stroud in Houston, Bryce Young in Atlanta.
1: Oh, man. I think you can make the case for him as QB1. I yep. think you could. I think and, just, yep. again, it's if the team, the construction, what we project them to do in the offense. I mean, I love Atlanta from a just weapons perspective, but I don't know how well that offense is actually going to operate. Same with Houston. I love it. As a potential landing spot for a quarterback, but not necessarily right away. I think if Will Levis hops into Love Detroit. It, he's he should be locked and loaded right right out of the way, right out of the get go. So I do like him a lot in that spot. And to your point about his rushing floor, he does have a bit of a rushing ability as well. Yeah, obviously cannon arm, lots of weapons to throw the ball. So I do I do like that quite a this bit. This is I, but there's I mean, also
0: that would behind that old line Jay, Levis in Detroit, and he just seems like a. A Detroit guy, like he'll. He go seems in,
1: like a Dan Campbell. He guy, seems like right? a Dan
0: Campbell guy, man. I like Dan Campbell. All right, go ahead. Who's next? I so love next, this one too. We have
1: another quarterback vying for QB <clears> one <throat> status. Anthony Richardson going to your New York Giants.
0: <laughs> why is why are <laughs> the Jaguars mine? The Giants mine? You give me all the teams team. you root
1: for. You root for Daniel Jones and what Brian Dable about? and Trevor Get Lawrence. Get the hell out of here! You do. So right. your Giants take my quarterback Anthony Richardson, <laughs> tenth overall. How do you feel about that situation? So we have CJ Stroud in Houston, Bryce Young in Atlanta, Will Levis in Detroit, and Anthony Richardson on the New York Giants. Please rank those four quarterbacks for me right now. Fantasy, right? Sure, fantasy. Whatever you want. Levis,
0: Young, (laughs) Stroud,
1: Richardson. Really? Right now. Yeah. Today. Really? Today. So you're you're not projecting at all. You're just saying today.
0: Just today. Just right now. I don't want to project. If I pro- if I project it, if Richardson smashes, Levis Richardson would be one two for me because they've yeah. got the rushing upside. They'd be one two. Yeah. But Richardson is by far the worst passer of the four right now. Oh, by yeah. <laughs> far. By <laughs> yeah. far. Like there's it's Stroud and Young, gap. Will Levis gap, 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 Anthony Richardson as what they do from the pocket athleticism yeah. and running around it's anthony richardson gap 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 yeah. gap, 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 gap gap, will levis bryce young cj stroud so yeah. you know he's gotta he's gotta he's gotta improve this year all
1: right go to tennessee's sure. pick
0: tennessee at 13 yeah, so at
1: 13 tennessee picks michael Mayer, tight end of notre dame how do you like to fit there with Traylon burks on but quarterback right is Tannehill gonna be there probably not probably gonna see malik willis right or maybe another quarterback who they sign and bring in I'm not sure, maybe they restructure Tannehill, Hill, but how do you feel about Michael Mayer in Tennessee?
0: I like it. I think it's a good fit. I think it's okay.
1: Yeah. I think it's okay. I, the I volume is, is the
0: problem. Yeah, the volume, right? I would rather him be in Cincinnati. I'd rather him be yeah. in Jacksonville. I'd rather him be somewhere else. I think I'm okay with it. Um, Any
1: chance Derrick Henry retires and they kind of revamp that offense a little nah, bit? Nah,
0: the king is going to keep motoring, man. That dude's just a machine. All right, who's yeah. next?
1: So at 19, the Baltimore Ravens select Jordan Addison out of your USC Trojans. How yeah, do you finally. feel about Addison, assuming, you know, he's there with Lamar Jackson, which we all assume, Love it. but then competing with Rashad Bateman and Mark Andrews for targets. How do you feel about that situation? I think it's great for the offense. Maybe not so great for the pass catchers. Yeah.
0: Great for the offense. Great for Lamar Jackson. You get another, yeah. they need another, they need another two, um, you know, tch. Do, you, do we really have high hopes for James Prochet or Devin DuVernay? No. 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 I mean, they we expected it to be
1: a, a three-headed monster, but they traded Hollywood Brown, right? Right. And drafted Rashad, and, and then they have Rashad Bateman, but they didn't draft another receiver to replace him. So I, I would not be surprised at all if they do take a receiver here. I think the fit is great. You know, obviously, we kind of expect Isaiah Likely to kind of work in a little bit as a second tight end option when they run, run a lot of 12 personnel. Um, But I do think Addison would be a great fit. I'm curious whether him or Bateman would be the alpha. I think they do a lot of things very similarly. Obviously, Addison has a smaller frame, but I do think that they run similar routes and do things very similarly from a how they attack defenders perspective.
0: The alpha would be Mark Andrews still. Yeah, that's the alpha. All right. Seattle's got one. Seattle got a quarterback. Who'd they take? They took your boy
1: out of Miami, Tyler Van Dyke. Why I'm don't don't you like Tyler Van Dyke anymore. I'm trying to
0: understand why all these players are my boys. I don't. I, when did I ever like Tyler Van Dyke? You you had
1: a stretch, but you no, backpedaled okay. quickly. No, I you said he's, gonna be a, he's probably
0: going to be a first round
1: pick, but he ain't my damn boy. Um, you you had you had a minute where you were very much in on Tyler Van Dyke, and you were kind of like, oh, he can't run. Oh, I don't know about Miami. Oh, Mario Cristobal. I don't know. I think Tyler Van Dyke's gonna have a great season in Seattle, though. How do you feel about him there? I think it's just can the offensive line be better? But obviously, if they keep Lockett, which I don't think they will necessarily, I don't think they but obviously, either. he does have DK Metcalf there, which would be good. Um.
0: I don't know, man. I gotta see Tyler Van Dyke play some more. I don't know how to feel about it right now. Like, I need to see him play some more. wasn't the
1: ACC ACC Rookie of the Year.
0: I know. I need to see him play some more, man. I just maybe it's Seattle that's bothering me. Maybe it's Pete Carroll. Maybe it's Seattle. Seattle feels like a big rebuild. You know, it it doesn't feel like like it's just a one year thing. He would have DK Metcalf. He would have Kenneth Walker. He would have Noah Fant. They drafted an offensive lineman. Maybe that's a maybe that's not a bad spot for for a quarterback, man. Maybe can that's we not get, too bad.
1: Can we get Pete Carroll, you know, to retirement? Maybe change that offense up a little bit, open it up. I, I think it's fine. Bruning you know, is just Tyler going in good. today. He said, "Yikes,
0: that Seattle and TVD." All right. Would
1: he be a first round
0: pick in rookie drafts? No, I think people would let him fall to the second.
1: I don't think he is that a, a mistake though. That's the question. So you're saying you don't think he'd be in the first round? Would it be a mistake? Is he your Mac Jones? Probably not. But no, absolutely. Is he your not. Mac Jones where no. you don't let a first round quarterback slip no. to the second round?
0: Yeah, I'll let him no. somebody else can take him. That is the that is the answer. Don't let him slip,
1: but I'm not taking him. All right. All right. Indianapolis at twenty six takes apparently your favorite wide receiver, Quentin Johnson. You were early in the show ready to proclaim him number two ahead of JSN. Now make your case for one Quentin Johnson. I'm not saying it yet. But
0: I will not be shocked if that's what it ends up being, man. He's a freak. Quentin Johnson is an absolute freak, freak of nature. Speed, he's gonna be an early declare. The market share numbers are there, the athleticism is gonna be there. The biggest thing is, man, the TCU bias, man. That's gonna be, I think that's for sure. I don't think there's anything that he can do to, besides get drafted and play well. That's going to break that cycle, man. Gamers have been burned by TCU wide receivers over the last eight years, right? With Josh Doxon, with Jalen Rager, they were burned and burned bad. Like, those guys weren't even usable. So, yep. I I, I think there's a case where he's closer to two than he is like four or five. I mean, for me, there's no doubt he's a locked and loaded top three receiver going into the season, right? I'm not going to fucking say he's my top wide receiver three in the class for draft purposes now when that's... Eight months away, right? But going into the season, if I had to do like a preseason rank, he—he's definitely a top three guy he's, up there. He's
1: tier one, though, right? Oh,
0: he's tier one. He's tier. Yeah. he's He's, so he's so a tier. Well, do you no. have Addison. No, in no, tier no, no. One no. Though? Oh, no, you no, don't no. have him in tier the one. The only okay. tier one guy that I have, like the way that I have it, it's like a like a S tier, like superstar potential. That's Keishon yeah. Butte, and then it's like a oh, tier really, one right. plus. And that's JSN, that's Quentin Johnston. And Jordan Addison is not in that tier with JSN okay. and Quentin Johnston. He's in the tier right after that. Um, okay, if you so- want those ranks, patreon.com forward slash all gas. i got full dynasty rankings coming. GQ's never done dynasty rankings. And I mean, I haven't I know. People,
1: done it publicly. People hop into the Patreon and they're like, where uh, are the rankings? And they're yeah. like, we don't advertise don't. Yeah, we don't advertise them, but
0: everybody is clamoring for them. So I put it together and it looks fucking nice. So come pay $7 a month and you can get them. But he is At uh, 20. Okay. He's, so. a, he's in the tier with uh, with JSN. He and JSN okay. are in a tier together.
1: And to your point, right? Polar opposites. Freak athlete, lack of production versus maybe a lesser athlete with monster loads production. Of production. That's, right? it. That's funny. So.
0: They're complete, they're compolar opposite players, man. All right. Get the yeah. people all fired up now so we can go full, full panic mode. At
1: with Will Levis and DeAndre Swift. Bijan Robinson to the Detroit Lions. At 27, K will Ooh. ensue bringing in <laughs> Bijan Robinson to Detroit. What, did, what does that do? Swift is what? A top five dynasty running back right now. I think he's still a top five dynasty running back. Oh, Bijan yeah, John yeah. Robinson is a top five dynasty running back right now. Can we really have two top five dynasty running backs on the same team? Did you read what Reed said about it, about the pick? I did not. I did not. Says I didn't read Swiss, that part. My apologies, you know, Jordan. A
0: little bit of injury history. Um, yeah. you know, got Bijan Robinson. What would happen if the Lions took Bijan? If Bijan just fell right, because you know NFL teams are getting smarter about drafting running backs. What would happen? What What happens between Swift and Robinson? What happens? Yeah,
1: what happens? I mean, if, what happens? best prim- yes, what? Happens? I mean, he's the. Pro- I think Bijan would be the primary rusher, but is he a better receiver than Swift? No. So then they're in a committee where they both utilize th- the best you skill sets, but who's more valuable?
0: I want this to happen because if you think the Brian Robinson versus Antonio Gibson battle was a storyline, oh if God. the Lions draft oh Bijan God. Robinson, hold on, <laughs> hold on to your butts, hold on to your butts, because that's going to be a bumpy ride for all DeAndre Swift managers if the Lions yeah. did that,
1: man. Yeah, it it would probably be one of the most talented backfields, like just from a projection standpoint, prospect pedigree, all these things we've seen. Like we look at Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon, like amazing backfield. But these guys aren't, you know, first round picks, top picks, <laughs> Matt, super high producers. <laughs> I, <said. laughs> I might
0: quit fantasy if that happens, <laughs> Matt yeah. K. Um, all right, the last the last offensive skill position player in Jordan Reed's mock. I love this one. Love this pick.
1: At 30, the Green Bay Packers select Jaheem Bell, tight end out of South Carolina. Freak athlete Ray. Tell the people about Jaheem Bell and how you feel the about beast. him going to the Packers at 30.
0: It's crazy when you get a tight end and they're talking about we're going to use this tight end in the Debo Samuel role. I mean, he's a freak freaking athlete, man. So he's he's not he's not built like your traditional inline tight end, but apparently. All reports out of South Carolina is he's very aggressive in the run game, but he's not. He's like 6'3", 235, so he's kind of more in that Evan Ingram type mold. But if you look at him, his body type, his body build versus Evan Ingram, he's much more dense. He's a lot thicker player than Evan Ingram. You give this dynamic playmaker to Aaron Rodgers, and holy shit, man, I think it's Jermichael Finley times two, right? When when Jermichael Finley was in Green Bay, very athletic kid out of Texas A&M, Jaheim Bell, I think would be, I think he'd be a monster with Aaron Rodgers. He really reminds me. Oh, he'd be so good. If you're if you're asking me like what NFL like fantasy relevant tight end he reminds me of, remember Jordan Reed? No pun intended yeah. for the guy who oh, wrote yeah. the mock, but Jordan Reed played quarterback at Florida, transferred to t- transition to tight end, was kind of that move H back tight end and was really good. But injuries took a hold of him. I think yeah. he'd be very monster. comparable to Jordan Reed. If he if if he does get the requisite draft capital, I love it, man. I absolutely love Jaheim Bell to Green Bay. So, that's Jordan Reed's mock draft 2023 NFL mock and put one out in a minute and I rock with Jordan Reed. That's my boy, so yes, we got to support him. Everything he does, make sure you click the link in the in the description to check out the full mock. But Jay, you ready to have a little bit of fun because on, I'm ready Sunday, to whoop your ass. on Sunday, the NFL, they're going to release their top 20 players of the 2022 season. Uh, So here's the list in alphabetical order. Got Devontae Adams, Josh Allen, Tom Brady, Aaron Donald, Miles Garrett, King Henry, Tyreek, J.C. Jackson, Justin Jefferson, Travis Kelsey, Cooper Cup, uh, Shaq Leonard. And for those of you who don't know who Shaq Leonard is, Darius Leonard, right? Patrick Mahomes, Michael Parsons, Jalen Ramsey, Aaron Rodgers, Debo Samuel, Jonathan Taylor, T.J. Watt, and Trent Williams are the last 20 players remaining. Jay, I want you to go ahead and hit the people with your top ten oh, prediction. Last year we did this, and I think I nailed it. You, did very, I, you did very I well. I, I like think you eight, got
1: like seven of ten. Seven, I think seven you of ten eight of or the, eight of
0: ten. Yeah, I nailed the yeah. top ten last year. So let's uh, oh, let's man. see Here yours. Go. Here goes your top ten players. Go ahead and give the people your top ten prediction.
1: Number one, Cooper Cup. Number two, Aaron Rodgers. Three, Tom Brady. Four, Swinging Helmet Man, Aaron Donald. Number five, Josh Allen. Number six, Jonathan Taylor. Number seven, T.J. Watt. Number eight, Patrick Mahomes. Number nine, Debo Samuel, and number ten, Devonte Adams. Ray, how did you feel about my list? Um, I like it. I think I think Debo.
0: I'm I was surprised you didn't to have Debo in your top. I'm 10. interested to see what they do with Debo because normally they kind of make players like buy their time and pay their dues. So yeah, for Debo like to Parsons go, isn't it? I don't even know if he was ranked last year. So for him to go okay. from unranked to nine, that seems like that's a true. big jump for Debo. I, I mean, he's inside the top twenty, but I don't, I don't hate this list. I think JT at six is high. I don't think yeah. they'll put him at six. Um. And Cooper yeah, Cup at one
1: was the bold one. Yeah, right? Cup at one it's was like Super Bowl MVP for not, like one of the best wide receiver seasons ever. Um, I get putting Rodgers at one, but I don't think Rodgers had an amazing season. Like, again, and he, He's he had a NFL great season. He's NFL MVP. What do you mean? He he had, he had he did what Aaron Rodgers does. He won a lot of games. He threw a lot of touchdowns. I don't know. Was he Did he like look at yes. Herbert's season? Look at yes. Tom he Brady's was, season. Like, I don't know really... if he was like. Aaron
0: Rodgers was really fucking good last year. He was very good. All right, let's look at you want to see. All right, so this is Jay's list one more time. Let's pull up my top 10 list. All right, my top 10 list. I think it's going to be Aaron Rodgers at one, Cooper Cup, two, Aaron Donald, I have him third, Mahomes, four, TJ Watt, five, Tom Brady, six, Josh Allen, seven, Justin Jefferson, I have him at eight. Derrick Henry. Yes, Derrick Henry is going to be inside the top 10 and we both have Devontae Adams at 9. Derrick Henry had damn near 1000 yards in 8 games and then still was what? Like top but 10. You,
1: but how are you going to put him ahead of Jonathan Taylor? That was because my only problem with your list. Because that's the NFL. The, if,
0: you, if you listen to NFL players talk, they say Derrick Henry is the best running back in football. I'm not talking no fantasy. If you but listen to I know, NFL but players, same, but the talk, thing is
1: though, it's it's the list of the top NFL players for 2022, not no, it's, in the league, period. It's for 2022. Right, for the season last year. Yes. Yeah, so the yes. dude who played eight games is going to be in the top yes.
0: ten. Yes. Yes. All right. That's It's All respect to right. the peers because it, you're being one of those raw stat counters. Oh, yeah, they had 33. Look at what he did, the eight games that he played. And the res- I know what he
1: did, but you're I taking understand, away understand. what Jonathan Taylor it's,
0: did it's, for a whole season. It's the respect of your peers, man. I I, I will put a bet on it that, that Derrick Henry is inside the top ten. He was right. number two last year. He's not falling outside the top 10, man. hes okay. They're not going to vote him out of the top 10. Most NFL players still think he's the best running back in football. And if you're the best running back that. in football, then you're going to be inside the top 10.
1: All right. I don't doubt that, but I think you're just taking away from what, jonathan taylor did for the whole season I, I understand what derrick henry did for his eight games he was phenomenal he, had, he almost had a thousand yards he had a ton, ton of touchdowns but jt did have a pretty damn good season in his own right and he did play the full season that's that's my only argument against derrick henry ahead of jonathan taylor what about Him you, the top 10 is different argument what
0: do you think about my justin jefferson at eight
1: i was surprised you know because again for me um i told you i wanted to put justin jefferson super high i just don't think he had the season they didn't make it into the playoffs really like they didn't make it far I just I didn't think he put it all together to have a season where you're like yeah he should be in the top 10 you don't think individual talent perspective he was great but he wasn't as good as Cooper Cup I think that Debo Samuel had a better season than Justin Jefferson did are you going to argue that that Debo had a better season than Justin Jefferson did and he almost made it to the Super Bowl I love Justin Jefferson but this is based off of this season not how I feel about them as players
0: a hundred and eight receptions, sixteen hundred and sixteen yards, and ten touchdowns, and that's not a complete season. I never. I'm, but Debo Samuel had a much better season,
1: a much better season.
0: The, I didn't, I'm. I'm. I'm just making sure I understood you correctly. A hundred and eight yeah. receptions, sixteen hundred yards, and ten touchdowns is not a complete season.
1: It's not better than the three receivers I have over him in this li- in this in this list. That's the thing. It's like I. I just couldn't find a way to put him in there. You're talking about three guys that played phenomenally, went to the playoffs, had super high records. One went to the Super Bowl and won. One almost no. This ain't the no, this ain't no damn team.
0: This is not a team. You know it matters. Award. No, you it know, it matters. No, you it, know it matters. You All know it doesn't. matters. You All right, matters. let us know in the comments whose top 10 list is better mine or Jay Rich's. One more time. And Maybe give us Jay's. your top 10 list. Huh?
1: Get, tell the people to give, give us their top ten list. Maybe this year. Yeah, give us be give us your top.
0: And no, if if somebody could predict that thing, I, I, I yeah, that'd be dope. But there's Jay's list: Cup, Rogers, Brady, Donald, uh, Josh Allen, me, Rogers, Cup, Donald Mahomes, TJ Watt, very Tomber. high on Mahomes too. Yeah, very
1: high Mahomes. I think, on Mahomes. Th- I think the respected
0: league, man. I think he's still yeah, that dude. People sure. are still people still value him or view him as as that guy in the NFL circles. I kind of wanted to put Micah Parsons up there in the top 10, but I just don't <laughs> think, I don't think they're going to put him up there. I'm not going to put yeah. him up there right now. So, Yeah. Yeah, I that, that's your boy, Jay Rich. He had he, not a complete season, 1,600 yards. Debo not Samuel a, not had not
1: 1,770 yards and 14 touchdowns.
0: Okay, so he had And 100- he basically
1: led, he led his team to the playoffs with a terrible quarterback. I mean, I just, I don't get how you can make the case for Justin Jefferson to be over Debo Samuel. That's, that's all I'm saying
0: agree to disagree. All right, we had a uh, we had a super chat. Let's get the super chat and the question. Morning Ray and Rich, dynasty question. Would you be willing to trade any 23 first round pick for Traylon Burks?
1: Like any of them? Like a late one? Mm, yeah, I would. Yeah, I guess so. I yeah, don't know. I would. I'm not trading Traylon like the Traylon, the Traylon Burks roller coaster is yeah, not fun. Yeah, Matt Kelly man. nailed
0: that. I'm not I'm not I'm not trading like the 101 or 102 or or any of that for him, but you're talking about like the one nine, one twelve? Sure. I'll trade that for you. I'm still in on trailer. I'm not worried about it, man. What am I gonna be yeah. worried about right now? Like he's fine, he'll be fine. Be fine. What if he
1: doesn't start though?
0: <sighs> Jesus. If
1: he doesn't All start right. week one, are you worried?
0: Ray, do you think Levis has a shot at the Heisman?
1: I think he's okay, got a shot. Ray, can we talk about this for a second? Because sure. Quinn Ewers is fifty to one to win the Heisman. And no. 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 So no. Don't no. 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 No, but hear me out. Hear me out for one second. If somehow he beats Alabama in week two, he is going to go from 50 to one to five to one. And that's to me why you bet Quinn Ewers to win the Heisman. He is 50 to one right now. You can get it. I think it's on. I don't know what site it's on. It's on a site somewhere. I already have it. But if somehow Sark and Texas can beat Alabama, Quinn Ewers is going from 50 to one to five to one. He's Mm -hmm. going to be right there with Caleb Williams. So that's, that's the only case I will make, and you will know that early in the season, and you're getting really good value because no one thinks he can beat Alabama. I'm with you. I'm not going to beat Alabama. But if somehow he does, and somehow they do, he's he's going way the hell up in the Heisman odds. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying.
0: We appreciate y'all tapping in today. It was a great show. Good job, Jay Rich. Appreciate Jordan Reed and the mock. Do not, I repeat, do not put one red cent on Quinn Ewers to win the Heisman Trophy. Just do not do it. They are not beating Alabama. Appreciate everybody tapping in. Use the promo code Wake Up. Got prop bets going out, MLB, preseason football, WNBA playoffs, all that good stuff. Newsletter came out today. Subscribe to the news. I'm telling y'all, you better subscribe to the newsletter now because all the shit that you're getting for free will be paid once the website goes live. So subscribe to the newsletter. Link is in the description got a new podcast, America's Game. Uh, Eric Vanek and Scott, uh, America, Eric Vanek and Scott Connor. I was on their podcast yesterday, so that's going to drop. Got all of our stuff off the line for the Chess. Got an injury podcast coming for the upcoming football season. It's going to be dope. Tap into everything. And if you want to be a part of the squad, patreon.com forward slash all gas. Y'all have a fantastic weekend. Enjoy the final weekend of preseason football. Enjoy some college football this weekend. And make sure you wake y'all asses up on Monday. We out of this thing. Peace. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.